It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked in with your host of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, Dave Harrison and Chris Russell. Welcome to today's episode. All returning listeners and new listeners, if you haven't already, please click the subscribe button, leave a rating, leave a review, preferably a five-star rating that'll help other teams, other, other fans of this team find this very show. When Chris and I are not hosting the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, you can find Chris over at the Team 980, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, and on the Radio.com app, and also covering your Washington football team for SI.com. You can find me over at the Locked On Bucks podcast and covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for SB Nation at BucksNation.com. On Twitter, find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find me at DHarrison82 and find the show at Pod. Another good episode, wrapping up our interview with a draft prospect. But first, we heard from a pro player already in development and actually towards the end of his career, Chris. So why don't you go ahead and let our our listeners know what we're about to play for them. Yeah, so Ryan Fitzpatrick, you might have heard of him, uh, David, and Washington football fans. He's the new quarterback. He's the new cool kid in town. Uh, Team number nine, seven kids in the pink. Uh, And I heard this story late last week for the first time, and I didn't know the details. Uh, And apparently not many people knew the details. Uh, He he, uh, proposed to his wife when with the St. Louis Rams. Uh, That was team one on this now nine-team journey. But he didn't do it, you know, like uh, at a park or or, uh, at dinner or whatever. He tried to. He did it at McDonald's. And I thought it was kind of a humorous exchange uh, between Fitzpatrick and Ross Tucker, the former Washington football uh, offensive lineman and current NFL analyst on how this kind of all came together. So if you're looking for a guy that's not a robot and not stiff, uh, that's not Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a good storyteller and he's going to make you laugh. And he did, uh, at least to me, I hope you guys will find this funny. Listen up. Well, it was it was a classy McDonald's because it was a McDonald's slash gas station, and it was in uh, it was in Earth City, Missouri. The practice facility for the Rams was there. It was right across the street. It's a very long story, but the the quickest I can tell it is, I bought her a ring. We had a joint bank account. We went to the Gap to get a coat, winter coat. She thought they double charged her. She said, "We're going to go home." This was before you could do everything on your phone. When we get home, I'm going to check the laptop. We got to see if I got double charged. So I had to find a way from the gap to my house. 
to propose to her. I said, hey, you want to go to this steakhouse? You want to go sit by the lake? No, it's November. It's cold. Let's go to McDonald's. Okay. So we sat at McDonald's. I was looking her in the eye. She's doing the sweet and sour sauce everywhere. <laughs> licking her fingers. So the, the ring slid right on. It was wonderful. All right, so that was Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Ross Tucker podcast. Funny little story about how he got uh, engaged to his wife. And again, seven kids and eight teams later, uh, David, here he is, number 14, the starting quarterback, we think, of the Washington football team. Now, also in that podcast, we didn't hear this audio. He kind of hinted uh, around about you know the other teams that were interested mm-hmm. in him. And he did not say last week when he was directly asked, but I believe he said there were three other teams. You'd care to take a guess who Washington outbid here or uh, does it even matter, I guess, at this point? I mean, I suppose on on some levels it doesn't really matter, but I, I think that, you know, uh, Denver is is probably a good option. I think Chicago is probably a good option as well. You have to believe that Chicago is probably having conversations with some of these free agent quarterbacks while they were trying to uh, execute a trade for Russell Wilson and then Denver. We, we already know that they want competition for Drew Locke. Now, whether they have their sights set on a veteran competitor or a rookie competitor or maybe one of each, I don't really know. Uh, what their mindset is in, inside the building, but you have to believe that a guy with the track record of Ryan Fitzpatrick, again, we, we talked about this already, he hasn't been on so many teams because he's that bad. He's actually been on so many teams because he's actually really good. He's just not that franchise, you know, once in a, once in a lifetime quarterback that uh, sticks with one team for a long time. So I think those two teams are probably, like if I had to bet on bet online and we had a way to actually get the results, I would probably pick Denver and Chicago. <laughs> I wonder if Philadelphia was involved in this. And the reason why yeah. I say that is because Nate Sudfeld, the former Washington football uh, quarterback uh, and draft pick is a free agent. And we know they lost Carson Wentz and obviously Jalen Hurts is there, but he's got very limited experience. So I wonder right. if Philadelphia uh, was kind of poking around in the Ryan Fitzpatrick business. And I guess Houston, uh, either way, you mentioned Chicago. You know, remember, Chicago gave a slightly better deal, I think, to Andy Dalton based on the raw numbers. And that came right after Ryan Fitzpatrick signed with the Washington football team and, of course, the failed bid for Russell Wilson. So uh, I, I would say this. I don't care who was in on it. Uh, I'm much happier having Ryan Fitzpatrick here, uh, quite honestly, than Andy Dalton, uh, especially for the same money and the same package, which we talked about last week. All right, just a quick note. Uh, also on Monday, the team announced a new ticketing executive. This is not going to get you whipped up in a frenzy. I can tell you that much. Uh, it's a guy with a plenty of experience, Jason Wright. Uh, is you know hiring his guys, and uh, this guy is going to make the ticketing experience much, much, much easier. They say, and better and more fluid. Um, the 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 real issue that jumped out to me and continues to jump out to me, and they admitted it, David. They want to bring more events to FedEx Field. Mm-hmm. They want to make FedEx Field and the new stadium a year-round destination spot. And mm-hmm. that's what this guy is going to be partially in charge of, uh, which is interesting because that plan and that situation has brought on a lot of criticism because of the problems with the football field and the and the playing surface. Right. Uh, I don't know if you get all up in arms about NFL teams trying to fill out their stadium. I personally don't. I get it. They want to make money. And especially with all the money they lost last year, I think they're going to be hell bent on doing it this year. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of aspects of running a football franchise, and and if you happen to own the stadium at the same time, and how you kind of compare the two, and and one feeding the other. Uh, I'm not going to get too wrapped around the axle about stuff like that. There's plenty of other things like roster moves and trades and signings right. and, and everything else for me to get wrapped up about. And uh, if any of our listeners are getting wrapped up about any of the free agent moves happening in the NFL draft coming up and they want to throw some money uh, to prove that they know what's going on uh, better than us or any other experts out there or even the teams themselves, they can do so by heading over to betonline.ag because that is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all sports action, but not just sports. They've got you covered for awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So you got all those things, plus NBA, college basketball, hockey is going on, baseball is getting going. Real-time update odds and props on almost anything you can imagine can be found at betonline.ag. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. When you sign up, if you make yourself a deposit, go ahead, use the promo code Locked On. Use, use that promo code. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Locked On today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Hosted by Peter Bukowski, he updates you on uh, the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts, like this one, the Locked On Washington football team podcast. All right, we're back here on LOWFT along with David Harrison. You can follow David on Twitter at dharrison82 uh, and as well read him bucksnation.com and hear him uh, co-host the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm Chris Russell. You can listen to me uh, if you need more of me in your life uh, from three to seven Monday through Friday on the Team 980, the official Washington football team flagship station with Pete Medhurst and on the radio.com app. Also read me uh, Washington football on si.com. All right, David. So we finish up part three of our interview with Virginia Tech linebacker and potential draftee and cowboy fan, Rayshard Ashby, right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Wanted to ask you a couple of get to know you questions. I know you grew up in uh, what Chesterfield, Virginia, right? And obviously, um, you know, I'm sure Virginia is in your blood and in your roots. But yeah. who did you grow up rooting for as an NFL uh, team? Uh, was there or are you uh, like a lot of athletes that I've covered only root for players? Some root for teams. Some don't want to admit who they root for. There's nobody that's <laughs> going to get mad at you. I'm telling you, uh, we're, we're just asking the question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my child, my childhood team uh, is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I had a feeling that's what was see, coming. And yeah. <laughs> you on a Washington football team. I knew yeah, I could yeah, see yeah. your smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so even killing now. I got one question for you. How in the world can you like those dirty, stinking cowboys? How? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, 
I think I think every team is amazing. That's a great answer. It'd be wonderful to be on any team or part of any fan base. That's a great. All right, so so let me ask you this: <clears throat> If you were to be drafted or signed by the Washington Football Team, mm-hmm. that's your first professional team. Regardless of what happens from there, how hard will it be? How cool will it be? Uh, how it will it be tough to go to a team that is widely associated as the enemy, if you will, and the rival of the team that you grew up rooting for? I just think it would be very ironically funny. <laughs> it would be very ironically funny. Like I, I would, I it wouldn't be tough at all. But it would just be every day. I'd probably go in there with a smile, like this is hilarious. But I mean, I. I would love, I would love to go to Washington. Yeah, let, let me tell you, just on, on that note, David. I'm sorry to jump in here. I've covered. Uh, I don't know if you remember them, you know, but like Jason Hatcher, Stephen Bowen, defensive line yeah. guys that started their career and had a lot of success in Dallas. You know, guys that came over from the Eagles. Uh, yeah. You know, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, you know, once a punter, uh, Barry Cofield. If you remember, he came over from the Giants. Trust me, once you get in in that environment, you you forget, and especially when Dan Snyder signs your paycheck and you get to go, right? You forget yeah. pretty quickly who you grew up rooting for. Yeah, who you grew up rooting for. That all goes out the window. Exactly. <laughs> all goes out exactly. the window. Absolutely. And then and then Rayshard, another personal question. I saw a teammate of yours refer to you as Rook. Uh, is that a, is that a locker room nickname? Is that a life nickname? What's the uh, what's the basis of that nickname there? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, it came my freshman year of high school. Uh, I was a freshman on varsity, and my linebacker coach was also the D coordinator, Coach Tony Nicely. Uh, I don't think he really knew my name, <laughs> truthfully. Like, I don't think he really knew how to say it. And he always gave people nicknames, but I really don't think he knew how to really say my name mm-hmm. that year. And he gave me the nickname Rook. Just because, like, I was the rookie freshman of varsity, and like, it started out just really him, and then kind of people, the older people on the team saying it, and then in school, it was like like regular guys and girls who went there just start calling me Rook, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated it for like two months. I was like, bro, that's not my name. Like, my name's Rashard. And then after <laughs> a while, after a while, like <laughs> the staff, like the school personnel, like called me Rook and all that, and I just, I kind of fell in love with it after that. Like, I could write Rook instead of Rashard, which was shorter. So I was happy about that on yeah. my papers or signing anything. So it was like, it was just my name. I went, do it, went by it since then. Uh, all right. So a lot of players, obviously, off the field, out of the building, like to relax different ways. Some watch movies, some watch, you know, play video games. Some like to cook, you know, like what does Rashard Ashby like to do to kind of get away from the grind of football? Because what what fans don't realize, it, it, it's a business, right? It's a job yeah. and, and a lot goes into it and there's a lot of pressure and, and there's a lot of responsibility. So you've got to have that avenue of release. What's yours? Uh, I think mine's is a mixture. I just find like mine's really music, listen to music, uh, reading books, uh, watching movies here to there, but I don't like binge a lot, but when it's a good movie I want to watch, I'll watch it, and that's nice. Cooking, uh, I just I just mix it up a variety of different ways. I play the game sometimes, but it's not nothing. One is overly big. I'll say the biggest is probably music. 
just listening to music. All right, Rayshard, final question for me before I let you get out of here today. Uh, Pro Day's coming up. What do you hope to uh, to show those teams in, in, in attendance uh, that you can do on the field? Uh, I hope to just show them whatever they want to see. I hope to give them a, a big show. That's um, planning. Hopefully, it's going to be real big. Uh, I've been working, so I kind of know where I'm at, and I think it's going to shock a few people. So just show them the athleticism, uh, what they want to see, and then once they go back and look at the film, they can see the football player. So that's what I hope to show. Uh, you've been working in Nashville, right? Um, Booth facility with Jordan. Yeah. So, well, so, so I was going to say like, you know, it, it's kind of weird, right? Because Nashville is one of those fun cities, but yet this is all about work and this is all about getting ready. Yeah. This is all about trying to fulfill your dreams. So uh, I'll let you out on this one. We appreciate your time. Um, wherever you wind up, whatever team, whatever situation, do you have like, do you have like a, a specific target about where you think you should go and where you want to go? Will you be disappointed if you don't get a certain level or is it, is the goal just make the NFL and make, make sure that they know the name Rashard Ashby? Uh, my goal is I always probably go wherever I'm wanted, go to someone who want, who believes in me and whoever that is, whoever puts their money and their trust and believes in me is who I'll give my all to. Sounds good to us. Well, listen, we appreciate your time. Um, best of luck, obviously, as David said, in your pro day uh, coming up. And who knows, maybe we'll turn a Dallas Cowboy fan into a, a yeah. Washington <laughs> football team linebacker. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Yeah, I would love it. And, and, <laughs> and then you it. could go turn around and beat those Cowboys with a big, nope. with a big time. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> hey, sharp. Good, good luck to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Best of luck, obviously. Uh, and we'll be watching you and uh, uh, definitely we'll catch up real soon. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate y'all having me. All right. There you go. All right. Once again, thanks to Virginia Tech linebacker Rashard Ashby. Maybe you'll hear his name called by the Washington football team in late April. By the way, the NFL announcing that some fans and players will be in Cleveland uh, for the actual three-day draft event. So that is cool. Another signal that we're getting back to life. Also, this, David, uh, Brandon Smith, wide receiver from Iowa, who had his pro day on Tuesday and really, um, I, I guess, stood out uh, in a uh, HBU uh, combine down in Miami about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Just really, really, really explosive athlete, uh, and 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 did a great job. He's going to join us later on this week, uh, and probably stretching into next week. The way we'll break it up. Uh, so looking forward to that. He just had his pro day again on Tuesday of this week. So that's good. We'll get him fresh off of that. Uh, so look forward to that. And as well, coming up, we will have big news on a cornerback that was expected to go high in the draft that could, could possibly slip to the Washington football team. That's next right here on LOWFT. I'm Chris Russell along with David Harrison, and we are brought to you by rockauto.com. You know, whether you have a foreign or domestic, whether you have a new or an old car, everybody needs something for their vehicle. Whether you have a car or truck, doesn't matter. Uh, if you need a part for your car or truck, minor or major, go to rockauto.com. Don't go anywhere else. You don't need to go to those big auto parts superstores. Save the gas, save your time, save the 
well, we're going to charge you more, which they're not going to tell you about because you're not our buddy down the street, the mechanic down the street that buys in high volume. That's right. They're going to charge you more than rockauto.com is. So whatever you need, whatever you want, rockauto.com has it. And when you go to the uh, rockauto.com, go to their how did you hear about us box and put in locked on so they know we sent you. All the prices you'll ever need, all the great prices you'll ever need, amazing selection, reliably low prices. That's what he wanted to say uh, at rockauto.com. All right, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness, baby. All right, David, the matchup is chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. Today's matchup, who you got? Uh, it's char- chocolate brownie chunk with without even a question, to be honest with you. Not even going to bat an eyelash over No, there's it, right? no chance. I mean, there's I'm no a chance. big cheesecake fan. Uh, I'm a big lemon fan. Not so much a big almond fan, but okay. Yeah. I mean, lemon almond cheesecake sounds wonderful. I'm going with chocolate brownie chunk too. I'm right there with you. Anything that's chocolate, brownie, and chunky, uh, God love it. I mean, just got to have it. Go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar in all the land. The NFL Draft is just weeks away, and it's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to, and the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes on Radio.com app and wherever you get podcasts. All right, David, uh, we are wrapping up the episode uh, today uh, and just a couple of news and note items that I wanted to bounce off of you uh, here. Virginia Tech corner, Caleb Farley, who skipped out of last season uh, and was expected to be an early first round pick and and still is expected as of this recording. Uh, However, this might knock him down a peg. He is going to have a microdisectomy uh, this week, early this week, with noted back specialist Robert Watkins, uh, and he will not work out at his pro day at Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, uh, along with Rayshard Ashby and other Virginia Tech uh, Hokies. Uh, we just, again, finished up our three-part interview with uh, Ashby. Make sure you go check that out. That's according to Adam Schefter through his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Now, uh, here's my question for you. Caleb Farley, again, was expected to probably go in the top 15, roughly. Um, so I don't know if he was going to be on the board then. With the money that they spent on William Jackson III, mm-hmm. with Kendall Fuller, who they brought back on a free agent deal, roughly averaging $10 million. If Caleb Farley, off of a microdisectomy, is available at number 19, yeah. would you roll the dice there if you're Washington? I don't think that I do just because we've kind of talked about this already with character concerns is you have to be really sure in who you're drafting this year is in a year like this one, because you're not getting a lot of eyes on time with these guys and you're not going to get a lot of interaction with them 
And then the fact that, you know, the limited exposure you do have at a pro day, he's not even going to be working out there. I mean, that's, that's a problem. So, I mean, you know, you got your in-house doctors and some specialists and all that stuff. And, you know, uh, they, they could ask him, you know, NFL teams could potentially ask him to go get uh, an independent, you know, update as to how the surgery went. If, if he's smart and if his agent is smart, which I assume he is, um, they're probably going to do that anyway. They're going to go get like two or three doctor report updates on how the surgery recovery is going and shift those out to NFL teams before the draft to try to give them as much of a warm and fuzzy as they can. But to me, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you, you have your battle plan, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, addressing the cornerback position through free agency and, and doing all those things and spending all that much, uh, that percentage of your cap on the, the cornerback position and then kind of leaving that linebacker group kind of as is, and then looking to probably build them through the draft. I think you stick with the game plan because it's a potential negative, right? That's dropping him to you versus, you know, the board, if the board just doesn't fall the right way, that's or the, you know, the way that everybody predicts, that's one thing, but right now he's projected to be a top 10 pick. So if he goes from top 10 to 19, that means a lot of people are concerned about him. And for me, I don't veer off the plan that much because of a, of a, an unknown surgery recovery. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And, and you're right. Dr. Robert Watkins and Drew Rosenhaus are going to make sure they get the word out how he's doing. Why? Because there's no combine medical rechecks, which is usually what happens about two weeks out right. from the draft. They Everybody goes back to Indianapolis that had a medical red flag and uh, all the team trainers and doctors can get another look and, and see how those part prospects are doing obviously with no combine this year well there's no combine medical recheck so uh, i'm with you i'd probably avoid that but you have to kind of wonder if again they have him pegged as number 10 number 11 number 12 and he's sitting there at 19 they might not be able uh, to resist which is something that we talked about on the last episode and real quickly as we're wrapping up uh this just breaking as we were recording adoree jackson is signing with the New York Giants, David, on a three-year, $39 million base uh, contract, a $13.5 million signing bonus, uh, $26.5 million total in guarantees, year one total, $16 million. The deal could be worth up to $44.5 million per Adam Schefter with incentives. This yeah. sounds like it's a little bit lower than William Jackson III, but he maybe has a chance with incentives to make a little bit more than WJ3 with the Washington football team. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, you hate to see your division opponents get better. Dory Jackson is is a very talented young man. And if if Washington hadn't already signed William Jackson when this whole thing was was going down, um, I would have you know been rallying as much as I can. That is uh, for Dory Jackson to become a member of the Washington football team. But, you know, uh, William Jackson is no consolation prize. He's a good cornerback in his own right. So uh, just just two good, talented guys entering the division. And I mean, every team, you know, came out of the 2020 season with everybody looking down at the NFC East. Uh, saying you guys are the NFC least and, and at least from uh, the New York standpoint and the Washington standpoint, I mean, both these teams have done a lot of things and, and maneuvered a lot of things to put themselves in position to try to make the NFC East a little bit more respectable in 2021. So hats off to them. Uh, what I found really interesting about this, though, Chris, was Greg Almond from The Athletic actually sent out a tweet saying uh, that because of this deal, Dory Jackson is actually making more money with the New York Giants than he was scheduled to make with the Tennessee Titans. And yeah. the New York Giants came in very aggressive to get Adoree Jackson on the roster. So it's it's kind of a, of a bad look on both teams if you really want to look at it. I mean, at the end of the day, the Giants get Adoree Jackson without giving up any draft capital, so they're going to be happy. But you could have gotten him at a cheaper cost 
and and spent a little bit of draft capital instead. But then if you're the Tennessee Titans, you're like, man, the, the New York Giants wanted him this bad. And the Eagles were scheduled to have him visit right after that. Right. And you didn't even get a seventh for this guy. I mean, if I'm a Titans fan right now, I'm really upset that Adoree Jackson signed free and clear with another team. Uh, here's the only thing that I would counter. Uh, injuries have been a big problem for Adoree Jackson. Yeah. So if you're Tennessee and, and you're looking to add pass rush help uh, so that you can draft a young corner, uh, and again, we just talked about one of them, um, you know, to me, you have to be careful about spending 16, 17 million uh, on a fifth year option for a guy that's got a lot of injury issues. So that is a, an interesting move. Maybe we'll talk more about that coming up later on this week. All right, that's going to do it for us. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for joining us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.